Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report, show number 195, Thursday, September 2nd. That's a lot of shows. Yeah, it is. He froze. Jerry froze for a minute. He's back now. Coming at you live on uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, and Twitter. You can also catch us on, of course, your favorite podcasting platform. Be it uh, that's what that's what our Twitter poll should be next week. What's your favorite racing podcast? Your, no, what platform do you listen to uh, us on? Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Spotify. Apple we don't Podcasts. need to ask them what their favorite racing podcast is. We already Obviously, know where yeah. their favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tonight on the show, we are going to have uh, Rusty Schlenk and uh, Future. Schlank All-Star Racing aficionado, Carter Schlank. We're going to have, have to find out if Carter's got T-shirts yet. <laughs> if not, I'm sure they're coming soon. <laughs> I'm sure Danny doesn't miss a chance yeah. on that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be uh, talking uh, to them here in uh, about 15 minutes or so. Uh, make sure to check out HammerdownRacingReport.com and uh, all the information you need to know about the show, advertising stuff, and uh, our advertisers, which uh, happen when you click on this little thing. Show up down there. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate that. I'm sure I would have gotten a text here real soon because I forgot to turn the ringer off of my phone anyways. <laughs> uh, show, like I said, show number 195. We're getting up to uh, 200 and actually getting close to about four years of doing this. I think we started this in 17 awesome. toward the end of September. Jerry, was our first show. Jerry, I think Scott missed one show, and I may have missed a couple, but, yeah, it's been been. Well, I've missed more than both of you guys combined already. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. You You had your other commitments like uh, video game racing kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Video game racing. Simulation. Sim racing. Okay. We're going to offend offend sim people if we... Uh, We'll also have the winner of our um, how many from last week. How many late models are going to be at Oakshade for the uh, Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series slash ALMS? Uh, we have a three-way tie, so we're going to have to spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel. Uh, we'll have the Big D's Pizza Racing Menu, Weekend Racing Menu coming up as well. We'll have the Ryan Weekman Weekend Weather Pit Stop without Ryan Weekman. So I guess it would just be the Weekend <laughs> Weather Pits. Ryan's on vacation. We just missed him this morning, so he's going to be off uh, all next week too. So we're going to have to come up with a, a different forecast next week. Maybe we'll see if we the can get weather pit stop we, with Ron Miller. We can yeah. do that. Yeah. Or Ron Miller will fill in. Um, Got to pay some bills here before we get to our racing roundup. Uh, a lot of racing action from this past weekend. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, our presenting sponsor. We're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night, at least through uh, the end of September. Uh, as racing will continue. This weekend is season championship night. It's the final night for uh, points racing at Oakshade, all four classes. And uh, there's some pretty tight point battles in uh, the Sportsman and the Bombers. Bombers I believe the Bombers is like eight points yeah. there. Yeah, that, that one's really close. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, things will be decided Saturday night at Oakshade. It's also a trick-or-treat night, as a matter of fact, which I just found out. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, I, I guess you can wear a costume and uh, bring candy. I think the kids are supposed to be wearing the costumes. But I'm going to pretend to be a race car really? driver. Yeah. That is an original costume. Nobody else will ever have thought of that. 
Uh, Oakshaderaceway.com for more information. Contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Uh, Freeze Frame Photos, special moments frozen in time. Give them a call, 419-476-9978, and uh, check out some of their custom uh, items that they can do for you as well, like calendars, can koozies, um, Hero art, cards. Arts, artsy fartsy stuff. Uh, hero cards, yeah. They do hero cards too. Driver hero. cards, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I think we ought to get them to do like a, a trading card kind of thing. Put driver stats on the back, like football cards. Oh, you know? yeah. To talk to Larry Reese did some of those years card, ago. Card, just like uh, playing, I had a, playing card size? That was like baseball card size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and they should sell them with a, a piece, a stick of gum in it as well. Ooh. Make it authentic. <laughs> um, it's got to be rock hard. Really, and just, yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's got to be the worst piece of crap gum there is. Uh, but the cards will be cool and very collectible. Dipman Motorsports, give them a call for performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, racing fuels, Hoosier tires. Yeah, they have Hoosier tires. Um, Probably one of the few people in the country. Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, who, who's your who? No, who's your tires? Not daddies. They don't have daddies. Who's there. your tires? Four one nine two eight three eight five eight zero. Actually, there is one daddy. I guess Craig is a daddy. So yeah, who's your tires, daddy? Granddaddy um, too. When well, you call him, tell him uh, Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. Also, uh, make sure to check out Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. I was just talking to Dean uh, before we came on tonight. He says we got to get done by eight o'clock because the uh, the Buckeyes, I guess, are, are playing tonight. Oh, it being a Spartan, I could care less. It's also too it's too early for football. Uh four one nine five four seven. I'm not worried about football yet. I'm talking about racing. Four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four. Order <laughs> online at orderbigdspizza.com. It's a good night to order pizza, so you know. Yeah. Get uh get your order in for if you if you are watching the game later on tonight. Uh, Big D's Pizza, big on taste, not on price. I also have to thank uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, we already mentioned everybody else. So. Ron Miller Race Cars wants to know if you ever got brakes on your truck, Scott. As a matter of fact, I did. Really? I think so, yeah. yeah. And, I had uh, a little bit of an issue getting to the track uh, on Saturday that blew out a brake line on the truck. Uh, my trailer has oh, no, no has no brakes either, so... I almost drove past the country road. I couldn't stop to turn, and I got to slow down enough. I'm like, I think I can make it. So I just threw it. No cars were coming. <laughs> Made it. Then this kind of rolled down, and everything was good. So I had to replace all the brake lines in the rear, but all good. Actually, I used a, a part I got from you, as a matter of fact, really? an all-star uh, T, yeah, that I had gotten oh, for yeah. the old Ocho, but I never ended up using. Very so now good. it's on the truck. Did I, I wonder if you ever paid for that. Probably. Wait, don't I, do, I, do I owe you for something? I don't have a clue. I think I do. Oh, for those bolts. I owe you for those bolts. What bolts? The bolts of the uh, uh, brake rotor on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Radio for two there. Uh, moving on. How about that racing roundup? Yeah. The racing roundup brought to you this week by Dragon Edge Blade Works, axe throwing extraordinaires. You can find them at the Van Wert County Fair this weekend. I uh, got to give a shout out to Chris Mize. He's giving me heck. He's going to come see me this weekend at Shady Bowl for the Ohio Wheelman Series race. It looks like he's not going to make it, but Chris had the Ohio Wheelman at Sandusky Speedway this past weekend. We'll talk about that in a minute. Kicking off the racing roundup, Attica Raceway Park was in action with Trey Jacobs making a last lap pass on Coleman Cito for the 410 Sprint Feature win Friday night. Greg Wilson finished third. Nathan Loney drove to his first career Attica Late Model Feature win over Ryan Missler and Devin Shields. Paul Weaver won his 
Six three oh five feature of the season at Attica. If you eleventh, if you include his Fremont wins and his sixty second career Attica three oh five win. Jamie Miller finished second, and Casey Jedrzejczyk finished third. At Oakshade Raceway, that guy we're going to talk to later, Rusty Schlink, picked up his seventh win of the season at the ALMS Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series finale. Evan Shields finished second and earned the Challenge Series championship. Cody Bauer came home third. Rusty Smith won his seventh UMP Sportsman Feature of the Year over Mike Jessen and Josh Robertson. Jeff Oaks Jr. took advantage of Kyle Schilt's last lap mishap to win the bomber A Main. Schilt finished second with Adam Lance third. Joe Carr held off Jason Deschler to win the compact A main and Dylan Burke was the bomber B main winner. At Flat Rock Speedway, Derek Shepard won a 250-lap feature for the Vault Antiques and Treasures ARCA Enduro Series. The 2021 season championship Enduro Series went down to the last lap as Nathan Sprotberry and Kyle Metdepenigan ended up in a tie for the title. At Sandusky Speedway in the Renegades, Clayton Oliver took the feature win over Eric Johnson and Bryant McCoy. Jeff Kuykendall took the Ohio Wheelman Series victory over Dennis Wood and Josh Way. In the modified feature, Preston Walker took the checkers over Jason Wells and Matt Marlowe. At Montpelier Motor Speedway, Bud Roberts took the win in the UMP Modifieds over Dylan Woodling and Zeke McKenzie. In the Superstocks, Lee Hobbs won the feature with Todd Sherman finishing second and Glenn Bradley taking third. Josh Gamblin won the Hornets feature over Jeremy Jones and Kyle Drew. And in the dirt track trucks, Raleigh Hyder Jr. took the checkers over Vincent Wagner and Jamie Heiser. Shady Bull Speedway was in action with the Dave Nagel excavating late models for the uh, third of four Ohio 300 races. 75 laps were the distance, and it was the Bobby Jacks Memorial. Uh, Matt Parsons took the win after a mishap at about the halfway point involving the race leader at the time, John Smith, and a lapped car. Smith would come home fourth while Parsons picked up the win. Kyones was second, and Chad Pendleton rounded out the podium. In the Adams Automotive Street Stocks, it was a 70-lap Steve Brandeberry Memorial with Josh Sage picking up the win with, again, yet another lap car playing in this role of this. As, uh, a lap car got into third place Chris Parker halfway through the race, which allowed Josh Sage to get by and take the win. Chad Pendleton came home second there, and Chris Parker did come home third. In the Wooten Automotive and Towing Modifieds, Chris Parker would get his redemption as he set quick time for the night also picked up the feature win in a three lap modified feature over greg jackson and logan mcpherson and in the 75 lap wet and wild enduro was tyler mahaffey picking up the win over seth rager and tim double let me tell you guys that wet and wild enduro was insane i've never seen so many water balloons in my life well you were saying there was I supposed to be a like a thousand of them or something there was a truck back in the pit area that had a uh, catapult rigged up on the back of the truck two poles in the back and then a big slingshot they launched somewhere between 1500 and 2000 off the back of that oh wow during the race we had uh, and the kids everywhere throwing water balloons i launched at least two there was at least 200 or 250 off the roof of the tower out on the track uh and, and it, it was the whole race i mean water balloons oh I, we had a slingshot i, I oh. not that crazy <laughs> we, we threw a few by hand, too. It wasn't that bad, but it, it was a good time. We had one red flag. We did have one car get upside down. Uh, he even said he had a blast the whole time. He was so slick and it, you know, actually calls the wreck, but it was insane. It, it, it's the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in a, in a Enduro race, and we're definitely doing it again next year. At least so, at least the pavement, pavement cars, they have uh, windshields help protect. Yes. It, it, we, we got a, a couple ideas next year, maybe uh, doing some chicken wire on the uh, passenger side door to keep the balloon. Oh, that's like cheating, the though. That's no fun. 
that's still good. The track went and hitting the windshield. They don't have a couple of the enduro cars still had the wipers in them, which was quite hilarious seeing them come on. But it, it was it was a fun time. And like I said, all the drivers loved it, and it, it really was. The fans were into it. I've never seen that many fans stick around at the end of the night for an enduro race. To be quite honest, it was awesome. So. Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions were in action last week on Tyler Courtney grabbing his first ever Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions victory in Pennsylvania Posse Country on Thursday night at Grandview. Anthony Macri, who started on the pole, held on the finish second, followed by Justin Peck. The Jack Dunn Memorial at Williams Grove Speedway on Friday night was rained out just as the driver's meeting was getting started. Corey Eliason won Saturday night's Kramer Clash at Lincoln Speedway. He led all 36 laps to bank $7,300. Parker Price Miller snuck past Justin Peck for second, and Peck held on to third. Sunday at BAP Speedway, Danny Dietrich took the lead from Hunter Schoenberg with two laps left to collect his 15th career All-Star victory. Schoenberg held on to finish second. Ryan Smith finished third. Hey, hold on a Next second, Jerry. Next up for the All-Star. Ron wants to interrupt with with something. He wanted, he wanted to bring uh, Rusty and Carter in here real quick. What 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 was it? what is it that's so uh, important? Uh, no, I, I just. <laughs> I, th I thought we could keep Jerry going. And oh, I oh, I thought you were okay. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, never mind. Continue. All right. Next up for the All Stars, Attica Raceway Park on Friday and Saturday this weekend. Next up, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is in action with Hudson O'Neill taking his winning ways to Port Royal Speedway on Thursday night during the opening round of the Rumble by the River. Jonathan Davenport was second for the second straight race. Ricky Thornton Jr. crossed the line third. Current Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Championship points leader Tim McCready took another big step in his quest for his first series title by winning Friday night's event at Port Royal Speedway over Jimmy Owens and Tyler Erb. Due to torrential late rainfall during the late afternoon hours and an unfavorable forecast for Sunday, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and Port Royal Speedway track officials have canceled the Rumble by the River finale. There will not be a makeup date. Next up for the Lucas Oil Late Models, Portsmouth Raceway Park in Portsmouth, Ohio, this Saturday with the River Days Rumble. On Sunday, they'll be battling for a $30,000 top prize at Tyler County Speedway in Middleborn, West Virginia for the 53rd annual Hillbilly 100. It's your Friday night at I-80 Speedway and march forward to take the lead on lap 10. Shots, shots finished more than three seconds ahead of Sheldon Hottenshield and Carson Macedo. Sheldon Hottenshield won Sunday night's Rushmore Outlaw Showdown at Black Hill Speedway. Hod took the lead from shots on the back stretch of the opening lap and went on to take checkers almost a second ahead of shots. David Gravel came home third. Next up for the World of Outlaws Sprint Car, Skagit Speedway in Burlington, Washington for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals tomorrow through Sunday. And then on Monday the 6th, the series moves to Grays Harbor Speedway in Elmo, Washington. World of Outlaws Morton Buildings Late Models. Devin Moran claimed the World of Outlaws Morton Buildings Late Model Series feature last Thursday at Davenport Speedway. Bobby Pierce finished second, and Frank Hackenass Jr. rounded out the podium. Brandon Shepard cruised to his seventh World of Outlaws Morton building a late model series victory of the season Friday night at Davenport. Bobby Pierce finished in the runner-up spot for the second consecutive night, and Devin Moran backed up his win on Thursday with a third-place finish in the Big D's Pizza Mobile. Saturday night at Davenport, Devin Moran overcame power steering issues to score the $30,000 victory in the final night of the Quad Cities 150. Brian Shirley, the race's hard charger, drove his way to second after starting 15th, and Boom Briggs crossed the line third. Next up for the World of Outlaws Late Models, Cherokee Speedway in Gaffney, South Carolina, for the Rock Galt Memorial tonight, Livonia Speedway in Livonia, Georgia on Friday, and Volunteer Speedway in Bulls Gap, Tennessee on Saturday the 4th. In Arkham Menard Series action, Ty Gibbs qualified on the pole and led every lap of the Arkham Menard Series Sprecher 500 at Milwaukee Mile on Sunday afternoon. 
Sam Mayer, two-time Arkham Menards Series East champion, finished second, and Daniel Dye rounded out the podium. Next up for the Arkham Menards Series, the Southern Illinois 100 at DeCoin State Fairgrounds this Sunday at 9 p.m. on MAV-TV and NBC Track Pass. In NASCAR action, Justin Haley took the checkers in the ring to lane Wawa 250 on Saturday afternoon at Daytona International Speedway. He crossed the finish line beside his college racing teammate, A.J. Allmendinger, and Justin Allgaier finished third. In the Cup Series, it was Ryan Blaney escaping two late race cat crashes to score his second straight NASCAR Cup Series victory during <laughs> Coke Zero Sugar 400 in Daytona. Chris Buescher finished the line, came to finish line second, but was later disqualified in post race inspection when NASCAR discovered his car did not conform to the rules for the rear subframe assembly track bar mounting assembly. Bubba Wallace was promoted to second, and Ryan Newman finished third. Next up, the Cup Series is in action with the Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington on Sunday on NBC Sports Network. The Xfinity Series is in action with the Sports Clips, Haircuts, VFW, Help a Hero 200 at Darlington on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. And the trucks are in action with the In It to Win 200 at Darlington on Sunday at 1.30 on Fox Sports 1. And that does it for this week's Racing Roundup. All right. Are we glitchy on your end? I don't know if it's our internet or your internet. A little bit. I wonder if it's the internet here. I don't know. Not sure. I don't know. I don't know. We're having problems from the the Ron Miller Race Car Studios 2.0. If it is, it's the first time we've had problems. No. Yeah. Well, we do apologize. Uh, moving on, we have our uh, our guests here with us. Let's yes, we uh, do. switch gears and uh, bring uh, Carter and uh, Rusty front and center. Uh, first off, uh, how are you guys? Good, you? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Super duper. <laughs> um, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, Carter, you made uh, your debut, I guess, this weekend practicing uh, in a sportsman. Is that is that correct? Yep. And uh, what's, what's this? I heard that you uh, tried one of your dad's tricks, uh, kind of scuffed up the spoiler a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. We gotta we gotta work on his uh, we gotta work on his uh, wall brushes. It was uh, was a little harder than <laughs> than needed to be. <laughs> Dad does it a little more graceful than he does. Uh, we gotta we gotta work on that a little. Well, it just takes more practice, right? Yeah, he blew the whole decking out of it, but it was uh, <laughs> it it wasn't as bad as it could have been. He hit that hole in middle of one and two and. Uh, the car started pushing towards the walls, so he, he did what he needed to do, and throttled, I thought he was going to take throttled, the front clip up, but he spun it around up, right? and hit it with the back end. He throttled yeah, up. He, he, he towed the back. <laughs> yep, he throttled up. Nice. So uh, this is, was this uh, the first time in a uh, full-size stock car for Carter? Yeah. Okay. Have you run go-karts or anything else uh, prior to this? Yeah, I've been running go-karts since I was three. Okay. So it's just not your first time behind the wheel, then, by any means. No. About, about a million laps in the track out in behind your house. Oh yeah, he's wore out a lot of Harbor Freight motors. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so let me ask you this: How how old are you? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. All right. And you can reach the pedals and see over the the dashboard, right? Yeah, we had to do work to do it, to it, but yeah, I can now. Carter, how old was your dad when he first started racing? Uh, I don't know, 11, I think. I was going to say, I, I'm yep. pretty sure you've heard those stories. 
My first race at Oakshade, I was 11. And what what uh, what class did you start off in? Bombers. Bomber, yeah. Okay. So why why uh, why a sportsman? Uh, it's the cheapest option Be- because <laughs> I've already fam- got everything to do it. Because <laughs> the family has a bunch of late model chassis and yeah, we we have hand me down late models. I don't have any bombers. It was uh, we, we were actually gonna put a bomber together. I was talking to a couple different people um, about putting a bomber together for him, but honestly, it was. It was going to cost twice as much to, to put a bomber together than than what it was just to put him in one of my in, in my old crate late model and put some small tires on it. So uh, we just decided to go that route. So would this be a, a domination race cars car? Yep. Awesome. Six oh two crate motor. Um, no, it's actually right now it's got a six oh four in it. Um, okay. But we've I just I, I bought a motor from I actually bought Jerry Signer's. Uh, Sportsman motor. Okay. So when he races, we're gonna put yeah, we're gonna put uh, Jerry's motor in it. So when? Uh, so let me put you on the spot. When's the first race? Well, I don't know. We're he's just out there bugging me. Um, we're gonna try. We're we're gonna try for this weekend, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I got I just got too much to do. We gotta we still gotta swap motors and all that. So um, if everything goes well, hopefully next weekend. There you go, Carter. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now you said you've, you've had a, a lot of, uh, experience in go-karts. Um, did any of, uh, that experience translate over into, to the full-size, uh, stock car? Um, could you take anything, I mean, anything you learned from the go-karts and apply that to, to that? Or was it just totally different? It was a lot different, but, um, just in goat carts, you got to be smooth and be careful so you don't wreck your whole car. And you have to do it in a big car, too. There you go. All right. So uh, were you excited about uh, doing this uh, out at Oakshade? And did did you did it take a few laps to get up to speed? Uh, yeah, it took, like, it took like five laps to finally get up to speed. And, yeah, I was really excited for it. How much? I've been racing for five years, and I still am not up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how much uh, coaching did uh, did your dad give you? Um, I don't know a lot. Were you paying any attention to him standing on the back stretch, or did you just kind of ignore that? Yeah, I was paying attention to him oh, okay. and Dusty. They were doing hand hand signals. Okay. Now, when you're racing, are they going to be having the uh, those uh, the sticks, you know, to give you signals to tell you how close uh, cars are behind Absolutely you? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. He needs to focus on the track, not the sticks. <laughs> That's probably good. Kind of like his dad. Yes. Yes. Sticks. I don't even we look don't, at my stick. I have to don't turn. don't need no stinking sticks. <laughs> So how what's what's your long term plan here, or is there one? Is it just going to uh, you just going to do the sportsman thing and see how that goes, or is there like a long term plan, like do the sportsman for a few years and then move up to a late model and, and take on uh, Colin and your dad? Yeah, I'm probably gonna do sportsman for a few years and then move up to a late model. Okay, and then the next you got big plans for my money. <laughs> the next question from there is then uh, who do, who does mom root for? I don't know. She's already freaking out about watching both <laughs> my dad and my brother, so it's gonna be hard to watch all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you don't know who she's going to root for? Well, as long for? as you stay up front with you and your brother, she'll be able to watch us. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how does she feel about uh, about Carter getting into a, a race car? Uh, about as about the same as she did when Colin got into it. Um, uh, she 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 knew the time was coming, so I think she was prepared. She doesn't really. I don't. I don't want to say she doesn't like it. Uh, she loves the fact that he's racing and wants him to. But you know, she's uh, she's a worrywart. She's uh, she's definitely nervous and scared and excited and all the motherly emotions that you would expect. <laughs> does Does she have the t-shirts, uh, the Carter Schlank t-shirts, ready to go yet? Hey, why why don't we call her in here? I know she's watching this. She needs to get in here and uh, answer these questions for herself. Yeah, so, um, Danny, come we, on. We've had a few. Uh, We've had a few talks about some T-shirts and stuff. I don't. Uh, there's nothing in the plans yet, but I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure for next year we'll have something. All right. Well, let me ask you this, and maybe you don't know the answer to this. Maybe this is a Danny question as well. But uh, between you and Colin, how are uh, the shirt sales? Who's 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 got more sales there? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, that's probably a Danny question too. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. We've been we've been doing really good this year in shirt sales. Um, but I, I do know that Colin's been doing awesome too. Uh, I know the when uh, generally every week we were, <clears throat> it seems like we do about double double to what he does. But when he brought up the the purple car and the and the CMA shirts, I think uh, I think he's been kicking our butt with that uh, ever since that came out. So I think uh, I think everybody's been buying. I've, I've seen a sea of purple at Oakshade the last couple of weeks. So I think he might have kicked my butt the last few weeks in merch sales. Well, that that feature win probably didn't hurt sales either. No, no, definitely not. That uh, that was huge for him. That was awesome. So how? Uh, uh, I assume that uh, that Carter, you race your dad uh, with the in the go karts. Do you do you race the go karts, Rusty? Yeah, we haven't done much uh, this year at all. Um, I've just been too busy. So the go kart tracks all grown up grass right now. But oh yeah, we uh, <clears throat> I've made a lot of laps pushing his little butt around there. And, then he got to the point where he figured it out, and he's got a slight weight advantage. So now I can't even catch him. But. That, that was that was my next question: was uh, how how does he fare against you? But uh, I guess that answers that. So, uh, any uh, any yeah. any strategies uh, going into that uh, first night of competition against uh, the rest of the sportsman crew? I assume uh, plans are just to run Oakshade then with with that sportsman. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. Um, I'm going to keep the crate motor too, in case uh, in case we go somewhere else where uh, where they allow crates. We might we might take them crate racing a little bit maybe next year. I'm not sure, but um, I won't rule that out. But yeah, definitely, I think that's just going to be the plan. Is is Oakshade with the with the sportsman for now, and then we'll see if we'll see how things go. He's doing good. I might take him to some crate races too. Okay, it is a plan to run a, a full season next year, or just a hit and miss. Well, I don't know. That's gonna that's kind of gonna depend on uh, on whether he can survive without me for a few nights. I don't. Maybe, hopefully, the grandparents will take over and drag him to the racetrack. Because I mean, obviously, I'm not at Oakshade every week. So if he's gonna do a full season, which isn't out of the question, but he's gonna he's gonna have to choose whether I'm with me. Or, uh, well, what how, what's your feeling on that, Carter? Um. I don't know. Would, Would you like the race or go watch that? I. That's a hard uh, decision because <laughs> I love watching him. <laughs> okay. Well, 
You don't have to now, answer with that. Now, getting one. him into big cars at this age, you know, obviously still school is a big thing. Do you guys have restrictions for him as far as what his grades have to be for him to be able to race? Uh, he doesn't know this yet, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> definitely going to be one huge one huge thing. If you, I, I'm not worried about it right now. I mean, if it comes to that point, yeah, we'll, he'll, he'll have to make a decision, uh, <laughs> keep your grades up or don't race. But he's always got really good grades, and uh, I'm, I'm not worried about that. He's a good kid. So if he wasn't, we wouldn't have a race car right now. <laughs> so that first night of competition, say you get a, a real good uh, draw and you're starting up front, are you going you gonna to stay up front or, or are you going to go to the rear you know, and try and stay out of the way? What's, what's, what's that plan should that happen? I'm going to try to stay up front, but if I know there's somebody behind me that's faster than me, I'm going to try to race them, but I'm going to also let them by because I don't want to hold them up. Okay. Is that, is, how's that car? Is that a fast car? It feels like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a domination. It's got to be good, right? And it's got a, I mean, it looks like a pretty sharp car too. Um, and you're keeping the, the 91 there. Yeah. What number are you going to be? 91. Okay. I guess we're keeping it. All right. Well, <laughs> if you move up to yeah, this, is, uh, this is the same car. This is the same car that Dustin Sauter drove last year at Oakshade. Um, he, uh, and then I, Whoa. <laughs> he appeared based on Magnolia, Mississippi. There you go. You, you oh. disappeared for a moment, and then he came back. Are we back? You're back. Yep, you're back. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I drove this car at, at Magnolia, Mississippi last year um, for that big crate race down there at the okay. end of the year, and uh, I think we ended up fourth in that deal. So it's it's a pretty good car. Stout. Okay. Awesome. So if once if you change that to uh, to a late model and start running uh, against your dad, you're going to have to put a letter on there. We're going to go with like 91C or something. 91S. 91S. I like the S. There S is go. good. <laughs> Rusty's like, huh? Uh, um, uh, well, uh, you realize uh, we have you on the show so that uh, the next time you go out and race, uh, you're going to win because that's the way it usually works. So your first race, uh, not this weekend, but uh, most likely next weekend, you said, is uh, going to be his first race. Oh, so boy. There you go. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Done. Great, great. He's already been he's already been asking questions. What happens if I win my first race? I'm like, well, let's just worry about putting in the trailer. The yeah, exactly. There you go. So that's a big concern for anybody anymore. Right, right. No, I was actually very impressed. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to see any of the videos of him, but he did awesome. We did. Uh, lap time wise, he was he was really good. Um, On a very challenging uh, race, very challenging race track. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he he kept a good line. He he didn't get too out of control the one time there. He he did get in the hole. He he was picking up speed every lap and drive a little harder into one and harder into one. So I knew it was coming eventually. I knew he was <laughs> gonna hit that hole wrong, but he finally hit it he hit it wrong one time and got out of shape and backed it into the backstretch wall there. But I mean, there's uh there's about fifty of us that have uh been crashed by that hole this year at Oak Shades. So I, I, I don't I'm not gonna hold that against him because the rest of the day he did he did really awesome. Okay. So, and you're not just a, a race car driver. You're, you play football too? Yep. What, uh, what position do you play? I play offensive end and safety. Okay. 
All right. Which which do you prefer? Safety. Yeah, defense is more fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's not <laughs> racing's not going to not going to affect that, uh, is it? No. If if you had to choose one or not, not now, but if if you had to choose one or the other, which uh, which would you would you uh, rather choose, playing football or, or racing race guy? I know I'm asking you this, and you haven't actually raced uh, uh, in competition yet, but I mean, I don't know. I like them both a lot, but so far, I think I'll choose racing. Okay, that's a good answer. I, I don't know, Carter. Long term, football could pay better. Yeah. But you, then do you have? I don't know if he's built like his father. He's not NFL material. We're, we're too short and fat. <laughs> um, oh, there's room for short, fat guys, Rusty. Oh boy. So, so Rusty, you were uh, you were leading the the national points earlier in the season. Now you've uh, slipped back behind uh, Bobby Pierce. Uh, do you is it? Do you still have hopes of being able to uh, catch him? And uh, win that na- another national no, I championship. I, I don't think it's possible to catch him. He's had he's had an awesome year. Um, we were just talking about that the other day. We're I'm actually on track. Uh, I'm on track to beat my my number my biggest number of wins in a year, which is 22. Uh, it's the most I've ever won in a year. We're actually on track to beat that, and and still can't win the national championship. I don't think so. Uh, it just shows how how awesome of a year Bobby's had. He uh, he got on a roll there midsummer, and he just hasn't hasn't looked back. He's it looks like he, I mean. It, I think he's been top three from everything he's raced from about the uh, beginning of June until now. So it's, uh, I, I think it's out of the question. We're just going to try and hold on to second. It's still $10,000 for second national points and um, good payday at the end of the year. So we'll, uh, we're just going to concentrate on trying to hold on to second and keep, uh, I think Tanner English is pretty close to us. So yeah, that's, that's the goal for now. Now those guys have been uh, running a lot of stuff other than dirt car though. So any chance of, of picking up, or or do you think that uh, that Bobby is going to hang in there and run enough shows? No, there's there's too many there's too many UMP races. Like I know this weekend he's going to run the uh, there's three Mars races out in Illinois. I'm sure. I actually think they're racing tonight um, at Farmer City, and then uh, I think uh, a couple weeks from now there's another. I think there's another three day weekend. So I I know for sure he's got at least six UMP races left on his schedule and. If he if he runs halfway decent in any of those, it's pretty much over for us. All right. Okay. Um, you won uh, the Wood Tick a few weeks back. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, nice payday for you, you there. Uh, I heard there thank were, you. I heard of some rumblings, and I'm not sure if this is a touchy subject or not. But uh, there were some like post tech issues uh, or something that was holding up getting paid for that. Has that been sorted out? Or we, we got our check today. Okay. So did we got that our MSB box back and our and our check. We got them today in the mail. And I did, saw that there was uh, something yesterday. The uh, dirt car announced a uh, rule change for the right. Uh, box. There were like four or five different ignition boxes that effective immediately are no longer allowed. Is that any that uh, you guys run? I don't have an ignition box. No, nope. not cool. No, they're uh, the part numbers that they that they said were illegal. We don't run any of those. Uh, we just run the standard six AL box and all of right. our stuff, so we don't have. That's not going to affect us at all. But um, I know there's a lot of people out there that uh, that run those other boxes. So <laughs> MSD is going to make a lot of money this week. <laughs> that, that red six box isn't that kind of an antique. Well, 
Yeah, but I think there's a lot of different things that you can do with it that you can't do with some of the other boxes. Okay, so, um, because they're epoxy sealed and the old the, ones uh, weren't. Some of the uh, some of the engine builders and chassis manufacturers, I think, were exploiting that and uh, <laughs> kind of ruined it for everybody else. So, how many more how many more years uh, are we going to see Rusty Schlenk in, in a uh, in a late model or in a race car period uh, before you kind of just turn the reins over and, and focus uh, just on on the chassis building? I I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't have any foreseeable. Uh, <laughs> Uh, aspirations to quit at all. Um, well, I understand I, that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'll probably uh, I'll probably be seventy some years old sitting next to uh, sitting next to some guy talking on a radio racing a car <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm around. The there we go. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, probably end up taking over uh, taking over Ron's shoes someday. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I, I enjoy what I do, and and I really feel like uh, I've had had this talk with Ron before. I feel like I, you've got to be in the cars to uh, to develop them. Um, so even if I do back, uh, you know, I mean, back off racing a little bit. Even if I, I don't say I'd ever quit. Um, I might back down a little, but I, I feel like I'll always be in a race car. Just uh, as long as I'm building them, I've, I've got to develop them. And there's no there's nobody better than myself to if I make changes. I, I need to know how they feel. I mean, I can take other people's word for it, but it's easier just to jump in the car and do it myself. Yeah, I know how that goes. Uh... Craig's always asking me about how my car handles since I got my car from him. And I'm like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's all right. And then he like, he went in and hot lapped it once. And was like, man, this thing's pushing like a dump truck. I was like, it was fine for me. I don't know what your problem is. So, so I, I know what yep. you're saying there. You don't know, you know, you being in it yourself and, and having uh, developed it, I you, you're more connected with it and know what exactly the car needs or the chassis would need, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the biggest thing I've learned uh, after selling all these race cars is uh, I've got a lot of really good drivers in our cars. Uh, they run well. I mean, Brad Wade, Dusty Moore, Cody Bauer. I mean, there's just uh, there's so many people. Uh, Colin, I mean, there, there's just so many people that uh, even just at the Oakshade level, Jim Plotts. I mean, I, don't, there's, I know I'm missing a bunch of people, but just uh, th- those are just some examples of people that have jumped in these cars and they go out, they run really good. Uh, they run up front, they're, they're competitive and, um, but they don't do it enough. Uh, they, they only run a couple times a week, maybe, uh, maybe 20, maybe 30 times a year. So they don't have the feedback. I mean, they can get out of the car and maybe tell me, Hey, it's a little tight or a little, a little loose, but um, it's hard to, uh, hard to develop a car if, if I'm not in them. And uh, I don't really have, I mean, I don't have any Billy Moyers or Scott Bloomquist that race, 200 times a year to, to be able to bounce the bounce the feedback back off of me. So I feel like uh, all of my all my customers kind of look at me to to keep them in fresh setups and in, in, in the newest and the greatest stuff. So I don't uh, I don't see any other way to do it than than to do it myself. Well, keep making them faster, and maybe you will have uh, Moyer and Bloomquist uh, as as a driver <laughs> of your car. <laughs> um. So. What's your uh, what's your racing plans uh, for this weekend? I know, I know that usually you say uh, I I wait until the morning and then I decide what I'm going to do. But do you have any plans going into this weekend? Um, as of now, we're going to go to Attica and Oakshade, and then we're we're tossing around the idea of either Eldora or Merritt on Sunday. We haven't quite made up our mind yet, but I'm I think I'm leaning towards Merritt. It's uh, ten thousand to win up there, and um, 
uh, our track record up there this year has been pretty good. So we may, we may go up there and try and try and win another 10 grand. Well, and I saw that Atticus paying a little, a little above normal for Friday night. 3000, I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think it's, uh, 3000, I believe on Friday night right. up there. Yeah. Well, one of our listeners on YouTube, uh, dark energy wanted to know why you don't race at Attica anymore. And so obviously that's not even a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> What about I'm Attica quite often? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about uh, the World 100? Uh, any plans to uh, compete in that this year? No. Um, we had talked about it this week. That was kind of it, it came up for a, a brief second, but um, it's just it, it it's way too long this year. I think I, you've got to be there on Tuesday. Uh, you're there all week. I just I've got way too much work to do in the shop right now. Um, I got some customer stuff I need to get ready and get finished up and. I'm trying to get Carter's car done and get him out on the track. So I, uh, I don't, I'm just not going to have time to go do it. We're, uh, we'll just probably race around local next week and, uh, watch Eldora from, from the garage while we're working. And you'll be able to watch, uh, Carter in his, uh, debut then. And somebody pointed out Carter, that, uh, if you're in the sportsman, a you're lined up in the shoot. So you won't be able to watch, uh, the, the late model feature. If you're racing, is that going to be a problem? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's not. He's not gonna care. He's watched me enough. Okay. So who, who's your pick? We, we gotta. We usually gotta drag him to the stands anyway to watch the feature. He's usually playing football or something behind the grandstand. So I don't. I don't think he cares if he watches anymore. Who's uh, Who's your pick for uh, to win the World 100 this year? I don't know yet. Um, Either of you. Uh, who do you think's gonna win it? I don't know. There's a lot of cars that have been really fast. Uh, Who's your favorite, though? Probably Davenport. Nah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, okay. He's a JD fan. All right. So would he root for uh, for Davenport over you if you guys are racing head-to-head? Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure when I beat him at the Dome, I think he might have been mad at me for beating him. Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. Is, is the dome happening this year? Uh, so far, so good. Um, you planning on uh, like going down there? Uh, yeah, yeah. As of now, that's our plan. Um, I think there's a couple of us going. I think uh, I think we're gonna have a couple of domination cars there, hopefully. So uh, that's that's my favorite show every year. I kind of sucked that it's been getting canceled because of COVID stuff. So hopefully, they get it in this year. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Well, before we let you go, because I know you're a busy guy, Rusty, but uh, Carter. Um, you need some practice at this, and uh, here's your opportunity. Who's who's your sponsors on your car? <laughs> Do you have any yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw obviously domination race yeah. cars. You got to get those guys in there. Who? Yeah. Who all? Who all helps put the car together? Who all have we got stuff from to help put the car together? I don't know. Domination <laughs> race cars. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that one. No. Who gives your fire suits and stuff for you? Um, I forget his name. Um, Velocita. Yeah, Velocita. Velocita fire suit. Where do we get the plastic from for the nose piece? <laughs> um. Oh man, we got a lot of work to do. There you go. Oh. Yeah, you got some more coaching to do. <laughs> if you're, if you're gonna win, race if you're gonna win some races, you're gonna have to know all this stuff or have it on your car so you can turn around and look at your car and read it all off That's of them. I do. I you, just, you can't win a race and the then yell, Hey dad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
And we're, we're gonna have to work on the sponsor thing. Okay. Technically, he doesn't have any yet, so seeking right. sponsors. <laughs> if, if, kind of threw a curveball at him. Yeah, I was I was setting him up there. You know, you haven't even been in your first race, and I'm already getting you to to plug your sponsor. I'm just I'm preparing you for when you win that first race, and you need to, uh, uh, you know, thank all your sponsors. They like that. It helps bring in more. Well, and you've so been I on hear. the show, so it looks like you're going to have to be prepared for Saturday because I'm pretty sure my track record's almost 100 percent after being on the show. That's yeah. right. So you, you're going to get the win tomorrow night at Attica, then, right? Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a twofer this time, Scott. There you go. It'll be a first. Right. <laughs> well, Carter, good uh, good luck on your upcoming racing career, and I'm looking forward to that first time that you beat your dad in a uh, in a late model. You know, maybe a few years down the road, but uh, I'm sure it'll it'll happen. Um, I'm, maybe uh, maybe you, uh, Colin, and your dad could have a one two three finish. That'd be a pretty cool deal. And ten years from now, as when you as long as I'm first, yeah, exactly. <laughs> ten, ten years from now, when you win the World One Hundred, you'll think back and think, "Man, Scott and Jerry and Ron, they were they were the first ones to interview me. Now I'm here." <laughs> there you go. Ten Watch years. Maybe he'll remember his sponsors by then too. <laughs> <laughs> you got some time to work on it. Well, guys, uh, uh, we appreciate the time and uh, Rusty. Good luck with everything you got going on, Carter. Uh, we look forward to uh, seeing your debut at uh, Oakshade, uh, most likely a week. Is there anything that would change it from being a week from Saturday? Rain. Uh, just just time. It. Time and rain. Time and rain. Well, let's hope for neither. Well, we can have time. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's hope for, for the R word not happening. So uh, looking right. forward to, to seeing that. And a lot of fans will be watching, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they will. No pressure. Have you yeah, taught? No I should have asked you this, uh, Rusty. Have you taught him how to deal with the the booze? Because I know you get as many cheers as you know, and you get success, and then you start developing the people that don't like to see you win. So you, you deal with the booze uh, just as well. Um, is that something that you're, well, you're preparing and, uh, him for? Well, I think I've I've been preparing him for it. Unfortunately, for the last ten years, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's had to deal with a lot of <laughs> a lot of unruly fans that didn't like his father very much. So. Um, I think, uh, I think he's ready for it. He's, uh, he's been known to maybe cuss out a couple people in the grandstand on his way to victory lane as they were, uh, as they were heckling his father. So, um, I think he's, I think he's prepared for that. And, and unfortunately I believe he's going to, he's going to gain the same fans and haters that I've, uh, that I've acquired over the years. They're just going to, they're going to jump right onto him. So it's, it seems like that's kind of what happened with Colin is he, uh, he gained the fans that I that I had already gained, and he gained the haters that I already had. So we'll, uh, I'm sure it's going to be the same for this little guy. The next generation of fans will be following him as well, or booing him. Whatever. <laughs> you'll have a whole new, you'll have a whole new cheering section and a whole new booing section. Yeah. Just warn him about the little girls. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good lord! He doesn't need any more of those. <laughs> you know you've made it if if you're getting the booze, though. You know you've done something because. Yep. Yeah. So uh, good luck to you guys, and uh, we'll see you out at the track. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Yep. See you all Saturday. See you guys. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Here we go. Carter Schlank, Rusty Schlank, and uh, it, it'll be fun to watch to see how uh, how Carter does there in the, the sportsman and watching him uh, develop. Absolutely. And I, I'm looking forward to getting up to Oakshade to see it. There you go. 
you'll have to have the R word down at that uh, shady place. That place is awfully shady. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, got to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced, manufactured here in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Check out some of uh, the Real Geese clothing and gear, all kinds of cool stuff they have on sale on the website as well. Again, that's realgeese.com. Uh, moving ahead, uh, got a little bit of uh, racing news here before we do get to our Twitter poll results and uh, tonight's how many a chance to win a Big D's Pizza in our racing menu, and we've uh, we got nine minutes. I think we can do it. What do you guys think? Okay. Talk fast. Scott. Here we go. Uh, we got this. Officials uh, from uh, 2311 Racing announced Friday afternoon that the uh, – some of this is a little bit old news as of now, but it's come out since our last <laughs> – I see you, Jerry. Shrink me down. See, now you're distracting me and, and prologging <laughs> thing. There we go. There you go. Um, so some of this is from, uh, last Friday, but it was, uh, after our last show, but, uh, Kurt Busch has officially signed with the, uh, the organization 2311, uh, to pilot the number 45 Monster Energy Toyota Camry beginning next year in, uh, the cup series. And, uh, you might remember, uh, I don't think the 45 has been used since uh, Adam Petty had it, uh, when he met his untimely death at, uh, uh what was it? Uh, New Hampshire, I believe, uh. And some very interesting conversations between Kyle Petty yeah. and, uh, and I think Kurt he, Bush. I think he was okay with it. No, they were they yeah. were real good with it. They they actually buried a bunch of hatches. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip. <laughs> um, NASCAR officials uh, confirmed on Friday what had been rumored for months, and this I think looks stupid. But uh, car numbers on the the Cup Series cars are going to be moved forward uh, right behind the front wheel. In uh, the NASCAR Cup Series beginning next season, the movement of the car number will allow more room for sponsorship branding on the sides of each race car uh, when the next-gen car makes its uh, competition competition debut in 2022. The move will only take place in the Cup Series, and numbers will remain in the same place on the Xfinity and uh, Truck Series. Have you seen the pictures of the, the cars with the numbers? I have. Before? It's I, disgusting. I don't, I don't know. what It's just... Maybe it'll, I get used to it, maybe. I don't know, but just to add. I suppose first. if race cars had always looked like that and they decided yeah. to put them in the middle of the door, we'd think it was it's stupid. Disgusting. Yeah. But, I don't um, know. Yeah. It's just weird. Maybe that's it. Uh, Ryan Blaney had Lima Land on his uh, Daytona winning car as uh, part of uh, NASCAR hometown, hometown Tracks program. We had it on what the uh, C pillar, I believe it was, just said uh, Lima Land on it. It was pretty cool. So. They were in victory yeah. lane at yeah, Daytona. Congratulations on that, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I had a big, big thing to do with I, that. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, due to the uh, current tire shortages, officials believe it is in the best interest of I-80 Speedway and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series to cancel Wednesday's uh, September 15th Go 50. Uh, they look forward to returning to I-80 Speedway in 2022. Teams will now make Knoxville Raceway in uh, Knoxville, Iowa, their uh, first and final stop for the weekend uh, on that weekend there to compete in the 17th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Knoxville Nationals. That'll be happening on the 16th through the 18th of September. Wonder so how wonder how Lucas Oil decides who gets tires and who doesn't. Oh, it's all about the it's no, all about no, the Benjamins. Knoxville I80. Okay, Knoxville wins. Yeah. 
Uh, after serving a 30-day suspension levied by uh, the World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series for an attempt to circumvent the sanctioning body's inspection process and subsequently parting with Roth Motorsports, Aaron Reitzel returns to racing this weekend at Attica, as a matter of fact, Woo-hoo. in uh, the All-Star Circuit Champions. Uh, he'll be aboard uh, the Ridge and Sons number 8 with Crew Chief Tyler Swank. Uh, Reitzel replaces uh, Lighton Jeffries after his contract with the team expired in last weekend's season finale at uh, Knoxville Raceway. So, Reitzel's back in a ride there. Earl Person Jr. will make uh, his final start in Lucas Oil, uh, number one black diamond chassis house car during uh, this weekend's Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series events. The amicable split comes as Pearson and the Ronnie and Terry Stuckey-owned team look to pursue different endeavors moving forward. Um... And there's actually uh, some extra incentive at uh, Attica on uh, actually both Friday and Saturday for the uh, the all or for the three uh, no for the four tenths for the four, right. for the local guys. I'm sorry, I was distracted by Jerry's like looking over there. It was like he was, I'm, I'm Dave Gumby's over there, and it's like you're looking right at him, like you know he's there. It's freaking me out. I, I'm I'm looking at uh, Cherokee Speedway, the robot walls, oh, okay. anyway. building late models with the. Uh, Mav TV number six currently on the screen. All right. So the extra incentive for uh, the four tens on both Friday and Saturday, if uh, you're top 15 in points at Attica and you get the win, you're going to get uh, an extra $1,000. If you don't get the win, the uh, highest uh, finisher that does uh, not win will get $500. And, again, that's uh, for the top 15 in points at Attica. So that's kind of a cool deal, a little extra incentive for one of the, uh, the hometown guys to uh, get the win. Uh, NASCAR Truck Series Championship Playoff can, or Qualifier, I should say, Carson Hosovar will return to Toledo Speedway for the 33rd running of the Central Transport Glass City 200 uh, on September 18th. Hosovar returns as the defending race winner of the ARCA CRA Super Series powered by JEG's late model portion of the uh, 200 event. Uh, do you guys see this uh, Jordan Fish stuff? Do you know who Jordan Fish is? No. Jordan Fish apparently no. is uh, Denny Hamlin's significant other. I guess you could say they're oh, not okay. they're not married, but they've been together since uh, 2007. They have uh, two da- two daughters, and there were some strange tweets that Jordan Fish had uh, tweeted out. Uh, he, this is the quote, and we're not sure if she's been hacked or if this is real because she the the Twitter account that this came from has since been deleted. And there hasn't been any response from Denny or anything, even though Denny was tagged in this. Uh, this is what the tweets read, quote, I've been quiet for far too long and I've endured things no one person should ever have to endure. And today was no exception. Denny Hamlin, I hope everyone will finally see you for the person you truly are. Myself and our children deserve better than what you have given. I cannot believe I have ever thought of that someone like you could change because you cannot. You have a long road ahead of you and one I graciously no longer will be part of. Have a great life, Denny Hamlin. That's, uh, yeah, that's what kind, Jordan kind of harsh Jordan. Yeah, I, I, it seems weird that wow. they would just air their dirty laundry out like that. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it just it's a very strange thing. So take it two for, words for what Tyler was. Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yesterday, dirt car band, and we just talked about this a little earlier. Uh, several ignition boxes from dirt late model competition for World of Outlaw and dirt car competition. Um, 
uh, with the, the late models. Uh, the boxes listed in the new band are programmable ones. However, they have to be plugged into a PC to uh, be programmed. Well, and, and, and I'm the, not and sure that's the case with all of those. Like we were talking with Rusty, that uh, the Red 6 box that they were talking about uh, is uh, kind of ancient, but it, it's not uh, sealed with epoxy. So it uh, could be open to uh, trickery. Well, uh, well, like what uh, Rusty said, I, I think MSD is going to be making making some money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you don't follow us on Twitter, make sure to do so at Hammer Report. We don't uh, put out posts like that. I'm not going to break up with uh, Jerry on uh, on uh, our, our Twitter <laughs> or anything like that. That's just uh, kind of weird. So, um, yeah. Sorry, Jerry. No, I'll get my pink slip in person. <laughs> uh, this week's Twitter poll was, uh, let's see if I can find it here. It was this one. It uh, was... Uh, about fighting in the pits, we had uh, Dwayne on last week, right? And we had that issue at uh, Fremont for the fair race, and the fight was on the track on that one. It kind of started in the middle and kind of worked its way to the track, yeah. Yeah, so, front stretch. So the uh, Twitter poll was, I'm going to switch over here so I can actually read it here. Uh, fighting in the pits or fighting in the pits on the track. Uh, the the choices were: it has no place in racing, only between drivers, or everyone have at it. And uh, every only between the drivers uh, was the winner there with forty six point seven percent. But it was a narrow victory. It Scott. was forty percent says it has no place in racing. So, slight majority would rather is okay with fighting as long as it's between the drivers. Thirteen point three percent said uh, everyone have at it, which is kind of what happened the other night. Yeah, so, uh, there you go. There's your Twitter poll. We'll have a different Twitter poll next week. I don't know what it'll be yet. It'll be. How do you listen to us? I don't know. seems kind of lame. We'll come up with something better. Yeah. I uh, want to thank Ron Miller Race Cars uh, for race cars, parts, safety equipment, bolts that hold uh, rotors on, uh, pretty much everything a racer needs. Yeah, and they, they did a good job. They did. They held on, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one in the heat race, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. That's 734-856-RACE. There you go. And uh, time for uh, tonight's How Many? Going a little long. I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up by 8 o'clock here. But uh, uh, last week's how many was uh, how many late models were we going to have at Oakshade? And uh, that number turned out to be 28. So uh, our uh, show winner was Jerry. He picked 31. He was the lowest uh, pick there. He was the pessimist of the group. And uh, that earns him uh, the win for this week. So congratulations, Jerry, for our listeners we had a three-way tie so we're gonna have to spin the uh, big d's pizza wheel here so bring that up with our our three names actually we did have a winner i, I should say um dean henry he picked 25 he was closest but since he owns big d's pizza and he can have a big d's pizza whenever the hell he wants i've disqualified him <laughs> and uh, dean got the black flag yeah, yeah he got the black fly, flag over there <laughs> sorry dean but uh, so that put us with a three-way tie. Uh, the next closest was 32. Dwayne Hancock, last week's guest, uh, had that. Kurt Dickey, who I'm racing. So Dwayne Hancock, being on the show, he won. But he, he guessed afterwards. He put his uh, guess over in the comments. So And uh, uh, also, uh, 
Kurt Dickey, Dan okay. Henning. Right, there it is. Yeah, Dan. I didn't see Dan's name on there. I was behind the click to spin thing. So yeah, Dan Henning, uh, Han- Hennig, uh, also uh, picked thirty-two. So those are the three. We're going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel to determine who's going to win that Big D's pizza. And uh, all three of them were out at Oakshade this past weekend. Yeah. There we go. Let's find out who our winner is going to be. Ooh, ooh, I'm dizzy. Are you? Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Kurt Dickey. Kurt Dickey wins himself another Big D's pizza. Congratulations, Kurt. I'm one point ahead of him in points, so. Woo. He's reasonably tough, man. Hopefully you can get enough pizza and even away. Yes, yes, I'm hoping. There you go. Get your pizza before Saturday <laughs> night. Um, so there you go. So this week's how many? Your chance to win a uh, Big D's pizza. How many All-Stars are we going to have at Attica on uh, Saturday night? Ooh. You know, they're there Friday and Saturday, but this is only for Saturday night. So maybe some might wreck or get trashed tomorrow night and not be able to make it out Saturday. I, I don't know. <laughs> Dean Henry, I got disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, how many uh, at Attica, how many 410s at Attica for the All-Stars on Saturday night? If uh, you would like to play along, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live uh, video, which is up uh, or will be up. It, it's on our Facebook or YouTube channel. It's pretty easy, so you can come back to it. If you're listening to us on uh, Spotify or whatever, you can come back and get your guess in as long as it's before noon on Saturday. We'll give you to noon on Saturday. I was going to say that Kurt Dickey had to go first, just like Jerry, but <laughs> but actually Kurt, Kurt Dickey. Well, there he is. He's, he's got his guess Kurt in. Kurt Dickey was second. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jerry, what, uh, what do you got? Hey, I'm going to agree with Kurt Dickey. Yeah, I already know he's a winner, so 37. <laughs> All right. Ron? You know, normally I'd go one under him, but uh, I'm thinking 34. 34. Now, that puts you in a box of it having does to go a in the bit. middle. Yeah, it does. Or I could go above 37. I'm going to go 36. I'm going to go 30. I will go in the middle there. 36. So um, here you go. You have until noon Saturday. What is that, the 4th? He's the second. Yeah, for the fourth. I'm going two in a row, fellas. <laughs> we'll see. That's what we should do. We should keep track of uh, – we should have our own little point standings. Let's see yeah. who's doing well throughout the season here each year. <laughs> Maybe next year. We'll see. So, there you go. Uh, moving on to uh, this weekend's Big D's racing menu. Of course, we already mentioned this. It's uh, Attica Ambush, Friday and Saturday, Friday night, uh, Stillwater Medals, Murphy Tractor Night, Flow Racing, All-Star Circuit of Champions, 5000 to win. Uh, unless you're a regular, then I guess it's 6000 to win because you got that extra $1,000 if you're a top 15 in points at Attica there. So it could be 6000 to win. Yeah. Uh, UMP Late Models, 3000 to win. Rusty's uh, going to be there, our guest earlier tonight, so good luck to him. Gates open at 3, racing at 745. General admission is $22. That is tomorrow evening. That's your only race going on uh, Friday. Saturday night, you got uh, several to choose from here. We got Flat Rock Speedway with the uh, CNV Enterprises School Bus Figure Eights, plus the regular Figure Eights, factory stocks, flagpole races, and the uh, Figure Eight boat races at Flat Rock there. Uh, front gates open at 3.30, racing at 6 p.m. General admission is 18 bucks, And uh, Sunday is a rain date if uh, they need it. They'll do uh, 6 p.m., so it'll be pretty much the same times on Sunday if they need to, but I don't don't think they'll need to. We'll have the weekend weather pit stop with our guest meteorologist here momentarily to uh, fill you in on that. Shady Bowl Speedway, 
Uh, I saw it was a compact 100-lap uh, deal, 2600 to win. Is that still correct, Jerry? You got a $2,600 to win for the Compact's 100-lapper. The Ohio Wheelman and Series in the house, the biggest street stock race of the year at Shady Bull, $5,500 to win. Uh, also got our regular uh, Shady Bull Street Stocks Connection, the Thunder Car, the Bullet Liner of Dayton Thunder Cars, and the Dave Neagle Excavating Late Models, all in action. Great show. Uh, going to start a little bit early. Uh, Piggy's going to open at 1, Hot Laps at 3. Grandstands will open at 3, and racing will start at about 6 o'clock with dashes and heats, as long as we don't have any issue during practices and qualifying. And general mission is uh, 15 bucks for that show. So both uh, Flat Rock and Shady Bull starting at 6. Then we have uh, Oakshade Raceway, Season Championship Night, Trick or Treat Night, uh, Late Model Sportsman, Bombers, Compacts, all four classes uh, will have their points championships decided, unofficially, of course. So all the points are tabulated and all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, <laughs> or the T's are dotted and the I's are crossed because that happens. Whatever. Gates open at four, racing at seven at Oakshade. General Mission, fourteen bucks there. Attica Raceway Park again, uh, second night there of their doubleheader with the uh, all pro all pro aluminum heads night deal. It's uh, Flow Racing All Star Circuit of Champions, ten thousand to win on Saturday night. Um, maybe eleven thousand if uh, you're yeah. top fifteen points. That's pretty good. Three oh fives will also be in action, a thousand to win for those guys. Uh, Gates open at three, racing at seven. General Mission is uh, 25 bucks on Saturday night at Attica and Montpelier Motor Speedway in Montpelier, Indiana. It's Midget Madness number two, featuring Midwest Thunder Midgets, UMP Modified Super Stocks, and Hornets. Gates open at 445, racing at 730. General mission is 12 bucks there. And then Sunday night, Eldora Speedway. Uh, it's the 13th uh, annual Baltus Classic. Uh, dirt Car Late Models Modified, Eldora Stocks in action. Front gates open at 4, racing at 730. On Sunday night, general mission nineteen bucks. I believe uh, Craig Dittman, our guest, um, was that last week we had him on. Yeah. Wow, it seems like that was so long ago. <laughs> I was thinking it was like two weeks ago. Craig said uh, he's going to be down there racing in the uh, Eldora Stocks again. I think he finished second last time he was down there. So, good luck to him and everyone else headed down there. That is your uh, Big D's Pizza racing menu for this weekend, and uh, in for Ryan Weekman this week, who's on vacation. Uh, is uh, our very own staff meteorologist, Ron Miller. Woohoo, baby. Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. You know, the last couple of weeks have been just super hot, super humid. The humidity is going to be down. The temperatures are going to be down. Uh, looking uh, below 80 degrees for high temperatures all, all weekend, Friday, Saturday, and uh, yeah, Sunday may tickle 80 degrees, but I don't think so. Uh, really very little chance of rain like 25% Saturday night. We're golden. But that's all late. Week. That's going to be like at 3 o'clock yeah, in the morning, Sunday morning. We're, I think we're golden all weekend at the races. Yeah, and my, the note I got from uh, Ryan Weekman was, uh, don't worry, forecast looks good this weekend. As he said. Hey, What's uh, Ryan know? I don't know. It's like he's a meteorologist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that is your weekend weather pit stop. Oh, forgot to get going there. He's still stuck in the pits. There you go. There he goes. Over there. Yeah. Uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, field correspondent Matt Swander, John Young, D Doug Dock. Uh, next week we'll be back at 7 o'clock Thursday night with another live show on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. What are you smiling at, Jerry? You got like this shitty. 10 second rant. Shit eating Ten grin. 10 second rant. Ten se oh, that's right. You have your rant. I, I ran forgot. the race. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all you. I ran the race. Saturday night at Shady Bull Speedway. 
on an asphalt track, we tell lap cars when the leader's coming to get away, get low, get high, hold your line, whatever. You told when them to get high? Two different races. You know what I mean. I'm just saying. If it could you're be a lap down, if you're a, more than a second slower than the leaders and you try to pick up the pace when the leaders get to you and you hit the leader, you don't belong on the track anymore. Don't get mad when we black flag your ass. <laughs> Yep. You cost a guy $5,000 last Saturday night. You know who you are if you're watching. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it isn't you. So that's it. That's all I got. Oh, well. Well, all right. <laughs> short and sweet, wasn't it, Scott? <laughs> I told you, 10-second rant. I wasn't going to make it long. How do you really feel? Put a battery in your receiver. Make sure your headset works. Make sure your equipment's right. Please. Sometimes the batteries go dead. It happens. I have a spare battery yeah, well, though taped. I have a spare battery taped to the inside of uh, the cockpit of my car though. So just and I've had to use it once, but, but I was sitting in same same driver stadium. used the excuse that his, his earpiece stopped working during the heat race. Well, it could have happened, and apparently know. it still didn't work in the feature. So oh, I got gotcha. you. All right, I won't play devil's advocate anymore. Yeah, uh, no hammer down uh, hotline playback this week. Uh, the phone lines were uh, pretty quiet, even though we asked uh, opinions on uh, you know the whole fighting thing. I guess our uh, Twitter poll took care of that. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. If you do want to call us and leave us a message uh, anytime, do it. We'll pull it, play it back on the show. There you go. That's uh, the Hammer Down Hotline number 419-318-3081. Call anytime. But if you want to be on the show, you should probably leave your message at least a few hours before showtime on next Thursday. So you have all this. You got like a whole week. That way we can make sure it's not X-rated. No, I'll play it if it's X-rated. I may Uh-oh. do some clever edits to it or something, but <laughs> we'll, we'll play it back. Again, thanks to our presenting sponsor, Oakshade Raceway, Real Dees, Real Dees, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza. Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dipman Motorsports. I was just thinking maybe I should just like rearrange our our sponsors like Oakshade Decoys, Real D's Pizza, Big Geese. Ron Dipman Race Cars? Yeah, there we go. Ron Frame Photos, Freeze Motorsports. (laughs) Now I'm all confused. Just uh, let's end this thing, Scott. (laughs) Make sure to support our sponsors. Uh, They keep us going. I don't know why. nice of them so uh we'll be back again next week same bad time same bad channel and uh don't forget to check out hammerdownracingreport.com thanks again to our guests uh, this week carter schlank rusty schlank good luck uh, to both of them we'll see rusty good luck Carter. tomorrow night at attica and uh carter schlank scheduled to make his debut in the sportsman class at oakshade a week from saturday looking forward to that gonna be exciting yeah so with that we'll see you Enjoy, Goodbye, y'all. Enjoy the uh, the witch. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, oh, my God! Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, my God! Get it? Oh, <laughs> my God! See what happened there? <laughs> well, that was the wrong one. Let's do you know what really grains Maggie? Hammer Down Racing Report available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1. 
a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. Mm-hmm.